Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This afternoon, we have a special guest, Reverend Marie, Maria Faith from Cameroon. Okay, you're on the air. Hello, everybody. Good evening, and thank you for this opportunity, Emmanuel Barbie. Thank you for giving me this wonderful opportunity to speak to the people of God all over the world. I'm grateful and I want to thank God for this moment. Uh, before I preach tonight, I want to say a little prayer. Father, thank you for this time that you've put me here as your mouthpiece to speak to the hearts of your people. Sweet Holy Spirit, I welcome your presence and I ask that you use me as your oracle tonight to speak a word that will bring a change and transformation in the lives of your people. Use me to be a blessing and let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, tonight I want to talk on the topic, change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. And the topic tonight is taken from, uh, my text will be taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. I'll call on uh, Brenda to quickly read that scripture for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 18 says, it says, um, So we fix our eyes not on what, we, what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Hallelujah. We fix our eyes on things that are not seen. For the things that we see, they are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. We all know that the world is constantly in change. You know, the world is constantly changing, and uh, things no longer used to be like what it used to be. I remember when we were kids, life used to be completely different, especially here in Africa. Uh, there used to be no light, there used to be no good roads, there used to be a lot of, uh, you know, hardships and difficulties. And, even when we were going to school, uh, remember in those days when the child is about to go to school, you just have the slippers and your little chalk with you. But now life has changed and today when you see children going to school, they are all dressed up, they look good, they go in the cars. Then we used to travel on foot to go to school, we walk. And we go to school with about just uh, say a, a penny uh, to feed at school. But today, children who go to school with, uh, you know, lunch bags and all those kind of stuff. Because life has changed, and life will continue to change because uh, change is inevitable. Yes, change is one thing in life that we cannot avoid. From the day you are born to the day you die, you must experience changes. A baby will start from a baby to a child and from the child to an adult, and life's experiences will be uh, transformational. That's why one man of God said uh, that life is in phases, and men are in is in, in, in phases and men are also in sizes. Yes, because our life has different types of phases. So if God is the one that initiated change, because man needs to change, he remains God and he can never change. He's the only thing and the only person that can never change. That's why the Bible says that, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But with us men, we are to experience changes. And the simple reason is that the Bible says that, that uh, the things that we see are temporal. So whatever we see that is physical in life is temporal. And what we don't see is subject to change. 
um, uh, things that we see are temporal and subject to change. And what we don't see, which is spiritual, remains eternal. So the things we see in this world, like the cars, the houses, the money, the clothes, the food, and every human being, are all temporal things. And that's why we are subject to change. And that's why there, there was a time when we were living in such houses in Africa, but now you see in Africa people live in good houses, they live in, in skyscrapers, they live, they drive good cars. But then in some years past, it wasn't so, because things used to be different. So things that we see are not uh, permanent, they are not uh, eternal, they are just temporal. And that's why God expects us as children of God to initiate change, because change is inevitable. The things of this life will surely, surely go away. And what remains is the word of God that will never, never pass away. That's why we need to understand that uh, God expects us to change. And there are some things God wants us to change as children of God. Now let's look at some few things quickly that God will want us to change. Number one, we need to change our mindset. We need to change our mindset. In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Sister Brenda, please, can you read it again for us? The Bible says, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pardon of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We all know the scripture, and it's one of those uh, uh, most often read scriptures uh, that Christians always read. But most often we find that most of us as Christians, we are not transformed. We are not renewed. Though we go to church, though we accept the Christ in our lives, Still, we want to live the life we used to have before. We want to still think like the people of the world. We want to still do things the same way we used to do things. We want to talk the way we used to talk. We want to think the way we used to think. And that is not how God expects from us. Because God expects that we should be transformed. We should be renewed, beginning from our mindset. Our minds need to be renewed as children of God. We need to first of all work on our minds because our mind controls our think system. The way we think, the Bible says, as the man thinketh, so is he. So if you want to be who you have to be according to God's purpose, according to God's pattern, you need to start working for the renewing of your mind. You need to start working to renew your mind. And how do you renew your mind? By hearing the word of God and practicing the word of God. Before we became Christians, we believed in the things of the world. We talked like the people of the world. We behaved like the people of the world. But now that we are children of God, God expects us to be renewed and be transformed from the world to the system of the kingdom of God. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 2, the Bible says in Colossians 3, verses 2, can Sister Brenda quickly read that again for us? Colossians 3, Verses 2 says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And Ephesians chapter 4, verses 2 tells us something very, very interesting. We'll quickly read those scriptures, and then I will now explain to us one of the things. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 to 24. I'll read them. Ephesians chapter 4, 
If you have a Bible, there with me also. Go along with me as I take the uh, scripture in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 to 24. We'll be coming to that. Then you, we all know the second scripture, the other scripture in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 that says that, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, behold, it's a new age. For all things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. That's what 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says. So that means once you become a child of God, God expects you to become a new person. The old man should be put away and the new man should become existent. So we as children of God need to understand that our minds must be renewed. In the church today, we have a lot of people who are still the way they are when they were in the world, they behave the way they used to behave. Nothing seems to have changed. And when people that are looking up to us, look at us, and they don't see this change, they begin to wonder if we are truly children of God. We still insult people, we still talk to people anyhow, we still behave anyhow, we tell the same lies we used to tell, we still do things that were not supposed to, are not supposed to be done now that we are children of God. Because we have not allowed ourselves to be renewed by the word of God from our mind. We hear the word, but we do not put it into practice. And our minds have not been adjusted to the way God thinks, to the way uh, the kingdom of God thinks, and the way that the kingdom of God operates. And we want to want to still continue doing things the same way we used to be. And God is calling us tonight to say, hey, buddy, you need to change. Change the way you think. You are no longer in the world. You are now a child of God. And speak therefore like a child of God. You are now a child of God. You therefore need to behave like a child of God. So that is the first thing God expects from us to do. And if you begin to see um, in the Bible, we'll also see that the Bible tells us in that Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 to 24, the Bible tells us that we need to adjust and behave right in our character. So that's the second thing we need to change, our character. When your mind is renewed, automatically your character will become godly. There is no person that will say, I am a Christian, I'm a God again, I'm, I'm, I'm a godly child, and your character is still like that of the old man. You need to understand that once your mind is renewed, your character will have to adjust. Your, your attitude, your behavior, the manner which you behave, the manner which you do things will normally have to change. You listening to me tonight, is your character still like that of the person you used to be as the old person before you are now born again? Are you still the person you used to be? You used to insult, you used to fight people, you used to throw tantrums anytime you get angry. Are you still doing that? Then you need to renew your mind. And when you renew your mind, your character will become uh, that of Christ. It will become adjusted. So we're going to look at uh, what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, 24 to 24. Ephesians chapter 4, 22 to 24 says, All God's people here send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. And then uh, in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 6, you'll be reading that for us later as we continue to look at the character issue. We look at the character issue of many children of God today. We begin to wonder if we are truly born again. 
One of the problems we have today is that we are very um, good in telling somebody, I'm a child of God, I'm now a child of God, I'm now a pastor, I'm now a prophet, I'm now this, I'm now that. But it's not about telling people who you are. Let people know who you are by the way you speak, by the way you behave. Let your character speak for itself, for yourself. Let your character project Christ. Are you really doing things the way Christ would do things if you were here on earth? That's the question tonight. If Christ were here tonight, or Christ were here today, will you will he behave the way you behave? The Bible tells us in the book of Acts that when the, the, the disciples gathered at Antioch and their attitudes and their character portrayed Christ, they were so Christ like that, when the people looked at them, they said, Ah, these guys, we know them. We know with whom they were. These are Christians. That's the first time the name Christian was mentioned because their character portrayed the image of Christ. They were renewed and transformed men. Men, some of them who never went to school. Men, some of them who were so, 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 so natural, so carnal. They became renewed and transformed and their attitude changed. And the way they were carrying themselves, the way they were speaking, the way they were behaving, proved to the people around that these men were Christians. And that's how the name Christian became uh, pronounced for the first time in Antioch because of the character of the disciples. But today we tell people that we are Christians and people don't see that we are really Christians. Why? Because our character does not manifest Christ. The way we behave, the way we talk, the way we do things, even the way we walk, we dress and all that doesn't reflect that Christ has really uh, uh, come into our lives or that we've had an encounter with Christ. That's why tonight I want to call on us to know that God expects us to change. And this change will start when you are ready to initiate that change. That is what you need to do. It is your responsibility. God has given you salvation. You have accepted Christ. Then now he says, renew your mind. You are the one to put that into action. You need to do it by yourself. You need to take that decision to say, this is not how my life should continue. This is not what I want my life to be. What I read in the Bible and what I see in my life is quite different. So I want to be aligned to God's word. And for you to do that, you must get that readiness of mind. You must have that willingness of heart. You must have that uh, 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 mindset which has uh, uh, the possibility to change and, and ready to change. So that is what God explains from us. Now, when your mind is renewed, normally your character will be transformed. Man will see you and know that of the truth. You are a child of God. And this can also happen when you also have the right company. That's the first thing you need to change. You change your company, your friends, the kind of relationships you keep. Some of us came from the world, we had bad friends, we had bad relationships, people with people that were not godly. The Bible says in, book, in, uh, in, in, in the book of Psalms 1, verse 1, it says, it says that, and they that sit with the ungodly. Blessed is the man that, that seated not with the scornful. You know, we used to scorn at Christians. I remember when I was still uh, in the world. And if somebody come preach to us, we'll tell them, uh, go, go, get, you know, go get yourself some rest. Because I believe that uh, you're frustrated, you have nothing to tell me about God, we'll be mocking at them. But when I got saved, things changed. Things changed. I changed my friends, I changed my company. Those of my friends that we used to see that make a mockery and all that. I changed the company because I saw that nothing good was coming out from such friendship. Yes. There were friends I had that we used to go to the bar, we go drink and get drunk, and we do all, all sorts of crazy things. But when I became a child of God, some of them mocked at me. 
and they said, oh, really? Now you're carrying the Bible? Now you're also preaching the gospel? Oh, my God. And they were laughing at me. I saw that this kind of friends cannot be uh, my friends because following them and, and working with them will make me go back to my own life. So you, as a child of God, listening to me, you are still keeping those friends that you used to live with in the world, doing those crazy stuff. That's why one of the reasons you have not changed and your character has not changed and your attitude is still the same is because of the kind of company you're keeping. So you need to change your friends because the wrong friends will make you do the wrong things. Then when you work with the right friends, you'll begin to do the right things. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 20, you say, he that works with the wise shall be wise. Hallelujah. He that works with the wise shall be wise. And in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, the Bible says, do not be loved. You say that, you say, evil what? Communication will bring evil. A wrong corrupted a, 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 a communication or company will bring, will corrupt your manners. Will corrupt your manners. That's how it goes. So you need to keep the right friends. You need to keep the right company. You need to, to do what is right by keeping people who are of God. Children of God, let them be your friends. Not you having friends. We are not saying that um, uh, because you, you are now a child of God, you should just stay away from all your friends. No, you preach the gospel to them, but you don't need to be hanging out with them, going out to the bar because they're your friends. You don't need to go tell, gossip, and do those, you know, those thoughts you used to do with them because they're your friends. You can still preach to them. They remain your friends, but you keep a distance. You try to make them know that the way you are going now is a different path and that they need to adjust their lives. You need to preach to them. But then, don't keep hanging around with them, doing those things you used to do with them. Because now that you are in the light, they are still in the darkness. God can use it to bring them to life. But what you need to do, do it with wisdom. Stop hanging around with them because you may become like them again. And that will not be good. So I pray tonight. You that is listening to me, you that is hearing this word tonight, if you have been struggling to change, maybe you have some addictions, maybe you have some character issues, maybe you have some personality problems that you've been fighting with over the years. Tonight, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I believe that as your ears have listened to this message, the Spirit of the living God will move right now to where you are and will begin to come upon you and give you the grace and the power to become transformed from the inside out. That men will begin to see a new you. You that have proclaimed Christ as your Lord and your Savior. From tonight, I believe by the power of the Holy Ghost that the Spirit of God will come upon you. That same Spirit that changed Peter and made him become a transformed man, a renewed man. That same Spirit is here tonight. The same Spirit that changed me and made me to become who I am today. And I want to pray with you, believing that tonight, the Spirit of God is there where you are to enable you to become a transformed man, a transformed woman, who men will see and see Christ in you, who men will hear you talk and hear Christ speaking through you. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I decree tonight, for it's not by power, it's not by might, but by the Spirit of the living God. I want to thank you for listening to this word. It may be short. But I believe this little bullet, as you receive it by faith, God will begin to do wonders in your life. And you will begin to see change and transformation. Those things that you can do, change is in two ways. There are things you can change and there are things that only God can change in your life. That God expects you to do what you have to do by starting where you can do what you can do. And God will do the rest. 
Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. I remain your host, uh, uh, sorry, your, your speaker tonight, Reverend Faith Ndembe, uh, as I go back and hand over the show to uh, my host, Emawe Babi. Emawe, thank you for giving me this opportunity. God bless you so much, and God continue to use you. In Jesus' name. In, in Jesus' name. Thank you. And um, woman of God, is it possible that you can stay on the line for a little bit longer, right quick? Okay. Because, um, yeah, I want to pray and close it out. Um, also, yeah. I just want to say to you, too, um, can you please tell my listeners, how can they find you on uh, online? All right. Uh, to find me online, uh, you can go to Facebook, Just Friends, Maria. Maria, M-A-R-I-A, Maria Ndembe, N-D-E-M-B-E. And at the side, you see Pastor Faith, Pastor Faith. And that is how you can get me. When you click to my page, you can then see uh, everything about me, the ministry, and what God is using me to do for his kingdom by the grace of God. Amen. Now, uh, I want to ask you, do you have a website for your ministry? Yes, uh, the website has not yet... Uh, God professional, but it's, uh, we're building on it. We're building on it. I'm also, by the grace of God, uh, the host uh, for a Christian television talk show called uh, Faith Alive Talk Show. So when you go to Facebook and you type Faith Alive Talk Show, you will see all my shows there. You will see we talk about a lot of things, different types of topics. Like to, uh, this Sunday, we'll be coming on with the topic Christianity and poverty. So if you follow me on Faith Alive Talk Show, um, on Facebook, you'll we'll be able to, 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 to be uh, a part of that TV show. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Um, also, uh, I, I want all my listeners to um, play, pay close attention, please. Uh, next Saturday, we're hosting our virtual conference. That's February 25th. So anyone that's listening to this podcast, um, we're having our virtual conference. And the topic is called The Battle for Africa. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely encouraging all of my uh, African uh, friends worldwide to participate. Um, and if you want to be on the panel, just send me a message through my Facebook inbox if you would like to be on that panel, and I can go in more detail about that. Um, and that's going to be at two, from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock p.m. American Central Time. Um, with that being said, Heavenly Father, I come before you as humble as I know how. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another wonderful uh, sermon that we have uh, received from our uh, guest speaker, uh, Reverend Maria Faith. Bless our ministry, Lord. Um. I pray, Heavenly Father, that uh, all of my Christian friends, Lord, they would um, work with me, Lord, to help get my um, film project fully funded and made, that they would donate, Lord, what they can on our GoFundMe page, um, and also that they would uh, purchase my revised book and read my story because you put it in my heart to write the vision and make it plain. Yet, Lord, my book is barely selling. Have mercy, Lord. Also, my virtual store, I, I'm selling items um, such as T-shirts, face masks, uh, towels, and coffee mugs. I'm doing all of that in order to start my Christian business, but yet, Lord, 
uh, my items on my virtual store is barely, barely selling. And so this is why I'm trying to do this film project. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group here in America. Lord Jesus Christ, all I'm asking you to do is perform a 21st century miracle for me, Lord, to get this Christian business up and running um, here in America, Lord. I'm calling, Lord, upon all of my, um, I would say, African immigrants um, that's in the United States, Lord, to let them um, come forth, Lord, to help me um, get this Christian uh, film project fully funded and made, Lord, so that way we can have a... Um, connection lord with africa when we do our african tours lord we want to visit 10 yes we want to visit 10 african nations and in each african nation that we visit we're going to set up um a chapter so that way we can do international trade with our brothers and sisters on the continent starting in south africa so oh lord jesus it's been 31 years that black america has uh, rejected my vision and plan lord but that hasn't stopped it hasn't stopped me, Lord, from trying to go forth, Lord, to get this uh, vision to become a reality. Remove me, Lord, from behind this computer, Lord. I'm not afraid of the devil. I want to make our presence known, Lord, in those high crime, gang, and drug infested communities, Lord. To help turn those yes, help turn those communities around, Lord. And Lord, for us to have our, um, I would say our. Um, international uh, friends to step up, Lord, that's here in America, Lord, um, our African brothers and sisters, our Caribbean brothers and sisters, and our brothers and sisters from the Caribbean, from um, Brazil, Lord, to uh, work with us, Lord, to help um, improve the African-American community, Lord. So that way, Lord, we can do international trade with our brothers and sisters, Lord, and show the, the real truth of love of you, Lord. Through this Christian business, Lord, to teach our youth, Lord, um, not to be criminals, Lord, but we, we want to be able to employ our youth, Lord, to be in our films, in our stage plays, Lord. And um, that's all, Lord. That's all I'm trying to do, Lord. Well, Lord, just it, it takes capital, Lord, to start a business. So uh, bless me with the capital, Lord, so I can do my job, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And that's going to conclude our show for this evening.